Hello once again, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card is Going to Change. And before we get into this week's episode, of course, thanks to our sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free on whichever podcast platform you choose to listen. Thanks to our friends at Smoke and Jay's Barbecue. Uh, they're down in Maslin, Ohio, and make their way up for different AIW live events so you can try it out. If you are down in the Maslin area, give them a shot. They also do some catering things, so if you're in the mood for some barbecue for your next catered event, hit them up. Follow on social media at Smokin underscore Jays, J-A-Y-S-B-B-Q, and uh, they're on all sorts of social media and see what they have to offer there. And, of course, thanks to the team and the merger of IWTV and SmartMark Video. Watching AIW has never been easier. You can purchase AIW if you're a physical media fan at smartmarkvideo.com. And they also have all the shows for sale uh, via digital download. Or if streaming services are your thing, then go to IWTV, independentwrestling.tv, that is. Use the code ABSOLUTE so they know that we sent you and you'll get a, a rotating AIW archive. And uh, as of right now, they are uh, they're uploading some older AIW shows, I believe, for you to watch from like the the very beginning of AIW time. Uh, so that's an interesting one there. He's uploaded a lost show, a lost show, even. Yeah, it was a it was a show that uh, I mean we did, and then it was never ever released. It was uh, one of those early on things where it was just kind of like uh, maybe we shouldn't release this because it wasn't. That uh, great. It was a battle bowl that was supposed to be some sort of school fundraiser that, uh, well, <laughs> the other people didn't hold up their end of the bargain. And, oh. uh, you know, it was just like, okay, we're just going to do a battle bowl. I don't even think it was announced as a battle bowl. I can't remember. I mean, it's from 2006 or seven. But, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it's 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 a show, you know. <laughs> it's a show uh, <laughs> that I never I never thought would see the light of day. It was on um, one of the hard drives when Biggins passed away. <coughs> I sent uh, I sent SmartMark Video some hard drives, and they were able to uh, find at least two shows that were never released. Um, that being one of them, which is pretty crazy. Any anybody of note that pops up on there? Uh, Ray Rose on that one, I think. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm going to look for it on um on IWTV right now. I know I wrestle on there. There's, <laughs> I'm I'm on there. The passion is there. Yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to. I don't know how they how they show you what's what here. I think they go um by year. So let me see what we have going on. See if I can, here we go. 2007 Battle Bowl. Oh boy. J Rock. <laughs> Tyrone Evans. Uh, who okay. became Michael, Michael Tarver. Yeah. AIW's version of K Fed. Not the real K Fed. We had an impersonator, K Fed. The Duke. All uh, right. Jimmy Kozar. Relative of Bernie Kozar, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Chess Flexor. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Give it a watch. 
It's from Shaker Heights, Ohio. Oh, that's where it was, huh? Yeah, it took place at some school in Shaker Heights. Wow, wouldn't it be something if a very young uh, Twan Tucker was there watching AIW's Battle Bowl? It was at one. Of, it was at one of those. Uh, Twan Tucker, two thousand seven. He's probably when was he born? He's probably like four years old. Yeah, he may have been. Uh, no, I bet you he was. Let's see, Twan is twenty two, maybe. I don't know. I, I I really don't know how old he is. Yeah, he's like twenty two, maybe, maybe twenty three. So whatever that math ends up being, he was probably like uh, nine, something like that. <laughs> They uploaded that, and they uploaded another one. And I can't, I can't recall what I what it was, but all right. They, they've been up. They've been uploading uh, some old AW events. Check it out, folks. There you go. Check it out on uh, IWTV right now. And uh, other than that, hey, we we roll into uh, this week's episode. We do have a show this week, so this will be a hard sell episode. But of course, before that. Uh, you know, sorry that we we haven't been around for a few weeks. Uh, holidays, all sorts of things uh, taking precedence, of course. Uh, but we're here for you now. We are back. And uh, who can forget about the shout-out segment? We have all sorts of shout-outs that we have to do, John Thorne, because it's been so long, I feel like. Uh, so when was our last po- when was our last podcast? Uh, it may have been the week of the last show. <laughs> As we, I don't think we did a, an episode coming out of that because we had. Yeah. yeah, I think it was a hard sell. The last episode was a hard sell as well. Yeah. Because we did the show and then we went right. Uh, then your birthday was that Monday right after the show. Correct. And, uh, so we did not do it. And then we. Uh, and then we rolled into the holidays. Yeah, so there was just there was just all kinds of crazy stuff going on. My my friend passed away. I mean, yeah. there was the holiday stuff. There was, you know, potential COVID exposure to you know to quarantine. Like there was just all kinds of just craziness going on. There was, yeah. Uh, I had to. Oh, I had to bartend one of the weeks because the Browns game got moved. That was a right. thing. We usually record on Mondays, and the Browns game got moved to a Monday, so I had to at like five o'clock, which was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was not available then. Uh, so yeah, but we're we're back now, and uh, you know all sorts of shout outs, plenty of shout outs here to give. And uh, you know I'm going to start with Josh Bishop had some special shout outs he wanted to give. So oh, cur- courtesy of Josh Bishop, he wants to shout out the King of Old School. The Samoan submission machine, and uh, this week or last week was the anniversary of Mr. and Mrs. Bishop. So happy anniversary to them! And today is the younger brother of Josh Bishop's birthday. Shout out to Will the Thrill Bishop, man! Shout out to Kim and Mark. Kim and Mark, yeah, celebrating a lovely anniversary. And uh, he had one other person. Derek also wanted to give a shout out to Chris Hero. Uh, and he's been a big supporter of both of those guys uh, for some time. And certainly since the seminar that took place at AIW, which went really well. I think we talked about it on here. Uh, so that was a good time. So shout out to Chris Hero as well. I mean, the and, days are so the days are so blurred together from December. I don't I don't know what we talked about, what we didn't talk about. Oh, man. 
Probably uh, should do, probably should do more research before we. Uh, we should, yeah. We look back, listen back to our own episodes. Do you listen to our episodes ever? Or once we record, you don't listen. I do not. So yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> I used to when we would do it the old school way. When we would, you know, do like marathon sessions. Uh, yeah, I would, I would listen to them all the way through because just in case you know something that uh you know should be cut out or whatever but right. now that now like we do them and i edit them instantly as soon as we're done recording so you know i don't really need to listen back to anything unless there's something glaring that sticks out when we're recording and i'll kind of try to make a mental note of it i i don't listen back i don't listen to them back mm-hmm. that makes sense uh who wants you know, to listen to themselves yeah, not me. Uh, AIW, uh, big, big. Uh, I don't know if I want to say family. We are family, but everybody. It's nice when people support their own. And last weekend was another situation. Uh, Derek Dillinger and the coach Porter O'Shea uh, had an outside AIW booking. It was a big match for Derek. He was involved in a in a cage match, and so going to support him were Dom, uh, Student Ethan, not Ethan Wright. Tom Dunn, Calvin G. Lewis, all there to support him. So that was cool. Shout out to those guys supporting their own. And uh, speaking of support, shout out to Jonah. Some of you may know Jonah only as uh, a guy that's on Pod Van Dam, but Jonah also owner of the restaurant Heart of Gold. And uh, he's been a big supporter of the AIW guys uh, since opening. They had to shut down for a little bit. They're getting back to it. So go support, uh, you know. Another restaurant, another guy who's always been very supportive of us and Jonah over there at Heart of Gold. Yeah, the, I I was uh, I went in, I've been in there two two times in you know somewhat recently. I went there for dinner once, and then uh, I hit the uh, the brunch for the uh, Maserati pop up shop that he did in there uh, a couple Saturdays ago, and uh, highly recommend. Very. Uh, very good very kind of you know it's it's very uh i would say modern you know like i wasn't like i was like sitting there waiting for a waitress you know that's not how it works at the heart of gold no or or a waiter you know you gotta it's kind of like a i don't know like a fast casual situation like you go up to like uh you go up to like a desk and you place your order and then uh but it's not fast casual. I don't know. Jonah's just, he, he's reinventing the wheel with Heart of Gold. That's all I got to say. All right. Very uh, cool. But uh, the food food was very good. I was in, I saw Razor Sharp in there when I was there. Uh, all sorts of local luminaries frequent the Heart of Gold. So, yeah. Hey, shout out uh, to the, uh, shout out to the Razor Man as you bring him up. He, he hit one of his first big goals below 300 pounds. Had a birthday on New Year's Eve. Happy Had a birthday. birthday on New Year's Eve. Yeah. So on his on his uh, weight loss journey and improving his health, big milestone for Razor Sharp. Congrats to him. That's a big deal there. Uh, John Thorne, I have to make a uh, a shout out too that I've been missing since hell on earth. Uh, I have to give a shout out to uh, old Frank, the masked fish. You know Frank. Oh, of course yeah. you do. You know, he tweeted at me during Hell on Earth, and I made a joke back, and I thought that we were both making jokes, but uh, that was not the case, and and we've had a good relationship with Frank for some time, but... You and Frank uh, get in a little heat? I didn't think that we did, but then he he blocked me on the Twitter, and I was like, oh, man, I can't believe I upset Frank, and it hurts my heart that that happened, so... 
uh, Frank is awesome. He makes great coffee. And, he says uh, he's getting back into the coffee. He says he m- might be throwing down and going full f- steam ahead on the on the smart roast coffee. Good for him. Everybody says it's very good. I'm not a coffee drinker, but uh, I've heard amazing things about it. And he did give me some to to give yeah, to anybody given, that I knew, and they uh, uh, people I gave it to loved it. He's given it to me a couple times. I mean, you know, that's one of those things where it's just like seems like a really tough business to kind of break out in but you know he's yeah. dabbled and uh i've known frank god 20, 20 years 20 yeah at least 20 years probably since i mean the 90s i've I probably met the masked fish uh legendary backyard wrestler uh was pretty sure featured uh on uh the backyard wrestling tapes he was like one of those like backyard wrestling legends in the late 90s AOV. Uh, he did uh, backyard wrestling with uh, Pants. Anybody that knows OK Pants, uh, Pants Pantsley was a uh, AOV legend somewhere out there, like in the Mayfield East Side-ish area. Okay. Uh, from what I remember, this is what I remember about AOV. Where I'm kind of going off on a little yeah. side tangent, but uh, there was at one time a store called the Pro Wrestling Store that opened in Mayfield in, I don't know, probably 1998, 1999, 2000, somewhere around there. And um, what they would do is, you know, they had some merchandise. They would order like the tapes from the tape trading websites and they would have those for sale in there. Mm-hmm. And they also sold AOV on VHS tape in the Pro Wrestling Store. Wow. So a little, and they, they would do some, they did some autograph signings in there. I know, I know wildfire Tommy rich appeared at the uh, pro wrestling store in Mayfield sometime around, you know, probably doubling up with the Cleveland all pro booking, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, shout out to Frank. I'll ask, uh, I'll ask Frank uh, what you did to, what you did to offend him. Well, wow. I, I mean, I, I, I think I know where it went awry, and I don't want to uh, put his business out there. But uh, I thought he was making a joke about a uh, situation, and I, I think that he was misread not making, it. Yeah, yeah, because it was over Twitter. You know, I'm at the show, he's tweeting, and we have a thing. And uh, but uh, I've always just, liked Frank; just a really nice, great guy. Yeah, Frank's a really good guy. Uh, there's just that's the problem I think with social media. I think just in general right now is like everybody, like I don't want to say people are sensitive because that's the wrong that's the wrong way. But people misinterpret things so easily because there's like no context or like actual like emotion behind mm-hmm. what is being read. So like you know, people just uh, interpret like words can mean so many different things depending on, you know, how you interpret them. And I think that is just a big problem with social media is there's a lot of things that get misinterpreted and, uh, you know, it, it creates, you know, just uh, prop like ongoing problems, you know, and like, sure. uh, that would never exist. Uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. You know, I think I'm like turning into like, you know, embracing my grumpy old, old man. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> I I mean, you know, like, tw- like Twitter and like social media in general is just becoming like such uh, an annoyance to me. I don't know. Like, it's just, it's, it's crazy. You know, like 
you just can't go on there and somebody hasn't done something wrong. And I'm not being like a, you know, fucking uh, kid rock, teach me how to live fucking guy. But, uh, <laughs> you know, like you can't, like, it's just, it's too much. Like, you know, I don't like some, like uh, some things I just don't give a fuck about. Yeah. And the more, uh, the more and more, I just don't like, especially coming out of COVID where like so much was on the line and so much is still on the line. Like there's so much, I just do not give a fuck about. And like, I don't care about so much of this like petty shit that goes on on social media anymore. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just crazy. It's craziness. And I think, you know, there'd probably be a lot more people getting along a lot better if they weren't trying to interpret what somebody said on Twitter. Uh, You know, maybe this is a perfect example of you and the masked Frank, but uh, you know, it's just been, it's just been, I don't know. It's really been bothering me lately. I've, I, and I find myself <laughs> looking at it less and less. You know, if, if I didn't need social media for AIW, I don't know if I would even have it at, at this point anymore. A lot of my like real life friends have totally just zapped all of it. Yeah, that's kind of how I am with, uh, with everything. I've always been that way. Like if I didn't need to be on social media, you know, that's, that's always been a goal is to get where I need to be in terms of career stuff so that a, either somebody else can just handle social media for me or it just doesn't matter. Enough people know who I am and I don't need to be on there uh, to, I've to never, I've never been like that. I, I've, I've, I've never been like that. I've always seen the advantages of social media, but it seems to just be like, I don't know, just like getting like so neg, like so much more negative than it used to be. I don't know. You know, like maybe we need to bring back MySpace surveys and passive aggressive flirting with girls or something in the top eight. But, uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's really been just like, it's crazy. Like not only with wrestling, just like everything, 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 everything like vaccines, COVID politics, like mass, no mass. Like it's just, everybody argues about everything. And it's just like, if you, you know, you go out somewhere, like you don't see a lot of that, you know, like, yeah. it, like existing in the real world. Like it's just, it's so different. It's so strange to me. I don't know. It's just, you know, it's, it's really been kind of like, okay, like we're coming out of COVID. We have all this stuff. Okay. Now maybe we're not coming out of COVID, you know, but I'm still trying to remain positive. And it's like, sometimes it's Twitter, just, tough, yeah. Twitter just beats you down, you know, yeah. and Facebook, you know, like, I mean, really like, <laughs> I don't know. I guess Instagram is the only thing that really doesn't beat you down because it's, it's just, just pictures. Like, <laughs> it's just pictures. It's like, you know like uh, a picture book, you know, you, you don't really have to have too much of, uh, you know, there's, there's very little of an opinion and, you know, if there is an opinion, you don't have to read it. You just keep scrolling. Keep the scrolling. Next picture. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. And Frank, for the record, Frank was not being uh negative. It was just a, you know, just a, a, a mix up there of, of sorts. So anyway, apologies to Frank. He's the best dude. He's awesome. So shout out to him. Uh, shout out to Ricky Rubio, dude, Cleveland Cavaliers. Best wishes to him. 
a really crappy knee injury, but in turn, Ricky Rubio, big listener of the podcast. He is, but in return, shout out to Rajon Rondo. Welcome him to the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm all aboard this Cleveland Cavaliers train right now, John Thorne. Yeah, I've been actually paying a lot of attention to it myself. Uh, it's It's been a lot of fun to watch, so shout out to them. Big listeners, also big listener of the podcast. Shout out to John Cena, his new show, The Peacemaker, coming out this Thursday, HBO Max. Oh, man, got to... We got some we got some listeners that are part of the C Nation, including some people on the roster. So I will say a shout out to the Righteous Gemstones that seems to have uh, taken on a little bit of a wrestling storyline for season two. I watched yeah. one, I watched one episode and there's a there's a you know 1960s Memphis wrestling connection that they're, that they're going with. So with That's my uh, good friend, good personal friend Eric Roberts is involved. So uh, you know, you guys are tight. That's true. You guys are real weird, close. Weird, 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 weird experience. Uh, uh, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna. How many more shout outs you got? Come I on. was just going to say this will segue into the, the show, but shout well, out, shout out to uh, Sex Ferguson. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get all into that stuff. The only, the last thing I'll say is uh, shout out to uh, my friend that passed away, John Sahelnik, John the Cobra. Awful, awful awful situation that uh he had to endure and uh i didn't want to just gloss over that you know no uh only person close to me that has been affected by covid like that in 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 any sort of way uh i don't really personally know you know on any sort of like uh grand level anybody that uh you know, passed away from COVID or, you know, was, uh, severely impacted by it. Uh, he was, uh, in a coma for over a month, uh, life flighted like the whole, you know, the whole nine yards, as far as medical issues, uh, passed away on December 23rd, uh, after, you know, almost six weeks, six weeks of, uh, fighting COVID, only 38 years old, uh, just a awful, awful situation. Uh, so, you know, that was a big reason, you know, why I wasn't really up to podcasting or doing too much. And, you know, we were behind on a lot of announcements and things. I had so many kind of, you know, friend gatherings and, you know, trying to, uh, you know, be there for, you know, our, my real life group of friends. And, uh, it was, uh, it, it, it was a tough, tough, I mean, it's still tough. Uh, but, um, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a rough few days there. Uh, you know, right after, right after Christmas, pretty much. Yeah. Nice. I mean, nice guy. I have the opportunity to hang out with you and the, the real life friends on multiple occasions. And man, he was, he, he was a fun dude. Yeah, uh, very welcoming towards me and just uh, you know anybody anybody from AIW crew that came has hung around with you guys and it was always very nice and just a lot of fun to be around. Man, I'm very sorry to you guys. Yeah, it's just uh, pretty, just you know, awful. So, uh, you know, we we must move forward. You know, must continue. You know, to uh, you know, move past it. And uh, you know, this is you know, kind of like first week back to work, so to speak, um, you know, looking at it as, uh, you know, doing the podcast, we have a show have been, uh, working overtime to kind of iron out the February 11th stuff, uh, and, and so on. So, you know, I've, uh, trying to kind of kick things into gear here, you know, not kind of, you know, let that, you know, 
overtake my uh, my thoughts or whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? Just uh, continue to move forward. So here we are. And, uh, you know, let's transition. And we, we will get to this week's show, um, the Ether, happening at the Winchester. But you mentioned the February. And I just want to point out to people, and we will have other weeks that we talk about this, obviously, leading up. But, man, that's turning into a hot show, folks. Uh, and, and I and it's not, I, I got to tell not you. Done yet. It's not done yet. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you're you're going to want to get tickets now. Um, just believe me on that. There are, there are plenty of more. Uh, plenty of other announcements to come for that show, and um, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna want to get on the tickets already, just so that you know that you have them. Uh, I mean, I imagine do we have any rows sold out yet, John? On that one, uh, front row stage is sold out. Okay, uh, I could take a look for you right now. Front row, we are down to twenty tickets remaining. Um. We have uh, some stage general mission is left, uh, second rows left, and uh, we did add a third row for this. Uh, the third we did not have a third row the last time we were at the Odeon in December, uh, but we did add a third row for this uh, because you're going to want to have a seat. And at this point, you know general mission. Uh, is not going to guarantee you a seat um, going forward, probably at the Odeon. It's just too small. Um, so, you know, if you want a seat, it's going to be, uh, you know, premium ticket. <coughs> just, you know, especially with, um, you know, we're always kind of trying to flirt with this, you know, potential capacity issue again, you know, never want to sure. go too far or too, you know, I don't want to stray too far away from, you know, some of that stuff uh, just in case, you know, especially with, you know, how things uh, have gone in the last few weeks as far as the pandemic is concerned and the numbers. So um, general mission tickets are, are going to be standing room only, uh, not guaranteed a seat at the Odeon going forward. So, but we did add a third row uh, just based on how this is shaping up. And there are still a few, you know, things being ironed out with other people. So, uh, yeah, lots of, uh, there's going to be lots of, uh, meet and greet opportunities on February 11th. There you go, folks right there. Uh, so that is February 11th this week though. Uh, we do have ether happening at the Winchester music hall and tavern, uh, in Lakewood, Ohio, we will be, looks like we will be streaming on IWTV. Uh, and, and this show is jam packed. We've talked about it before. This is a great, this is one of those opportunities for people to see, uh, folks that don't always get to hit those Odeon shows or those Akron shows, but are deserving of opportunities and you get to see different things. Hell, the, the Hoss boot is going to be defended for the first time in how long in an AIW ring you've talked I'm to the not, Duke. I'm not sure if it's a recognized title, but, uh, <laughs> it's recognized by the Duke. Uh, I, uh, I've struck a deal with the Duke and, uh, if, uh, you know, well, I'll, I'll say this, you know, not, not to continue the doom and gloom, but we have, we do have some agreements in place with the Winchester, but you know, uh, as as always in January, which is why I hate running January. January is a very tough, very tough time to run uh, among everything else that's going on in the world. 
so we we need to hopefully sell probably 30 more tickets and i think you know we'll be we'll we'll, we'll meet the expectations i think that the OD, that the uh, winchester has for us okay um you know which is much lighter than a, a regular aw event um but you know they're a venue they want people in there to buy food and buy drinks yeah yeah, rightfully so. So, uh, you know, we do have, we do have some future agreements. I, I'll, I'll say that some future future potential dates. Um, that you know, anyone that saw the uh, the schedule that was put up on Patreon uh, is aware of. Um, but you know. Like anything, you know, this, these are handshake agreements. You never know what can, you know, what can change uh, with one bad night. But as I was saying, I have spoken to the Duke and, uh, you know, we have worked out a deal to maybe uh, wear the golden boots. As long as he holds it, uh, can be a feature attraction at the Winchester events moving forward. Wow. That's a lot of pressure to put on the Duke. He is, uh, thus far evaded, uh, you know, AIW defenses of this. He says he defends them overseas and everywhere else, but, uh, he is defending it this week against Levi Everett on Thursday. Levi Everett, a Haas. What do you think? He's Haas enough, right? I don't know. I mean, he, you know, he's from a farm. I don't know. He is from a farm. He called him out. I, I, you know, like he called the shot. Like he won a match and, uh, he could have called, he could have called out anybody. I don't know. I don't know what Levi's thinking, but, uh, hey, I mean, uh, that's, uh, going to be a feature attraction, uh, this Thursday. Yeah. And uh, I know that uh, people are just continuously following it, falling in love with Isaiah Broner. He is back on this one. And uh, speaking of hosses, of course, and he's taking on Zach Nystrom, who's making his AIW debut. Uh, so no, no debut. He was at the last Winchester event. You're right. He was. Zach was on it. Not Isaiah. I'm talking about his opponent, Zach. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he was he on was the in- show. Yeah, he was in uh, a four-way. You're with, right. He uh, was in a four-way. Yeah. So this is his Winchester return. That's right. This is the, his you know, the, one-on-one debut, I guess it would be. Correct. Yeah, because he was in a four-way with, uh, I believe, TKD, Jocelyn, and, and uh, Fudo, RIP. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, and that's what these Winchester shows are going to be about. They're going to be about new talent and, you know, potentially developing developing new talent as well as, you know, mixing in some people that, you know, don't necessarily fit on an Odeon or a Tadmore Shrine lineup. Uh, but we feel, you know, have value, uh, and, you know, to bring them to, you know, our area for the first time or, you know, the first time in AIW, um, it's probably going to happen at the Winchester, um, that's kind of the plan going forward and to give, you know, uh, to give, uh, a, a lot of our students that are, are still kind of finding their footing, um, you know, more opportunity to excel and learn, uh, as opposed to, you know, being put 
in maybe a higher pressure situation on, on a main show, Winchester shows are going to be a little bit looser for them to, to get, get experience. Uh, you know, as I'm looking at this, this, this card and, and what's been announced, uh, then I feel like the Hoss boot being defended just really set a theme for this whole show. Because <laughs> you got Big Twan uh, taking on the Weirdster, who is not a Hoss, but Big Twan certainly is. Uh, that's going to be an interesting matchup, one that we've seen play that's, out. That's a perfect example of you know people that need to get some reps in, mm-hmm. uh, but are also our, our crowd is very familiar with them. You know now. You know, uh, they get some singles matches. They're going to get some time, you know, to uh, to get creative and, and do different things. And, you know, I don't want to say it's like a looser vibe, but, uh, you know, it's it's really going to be more about, you know, just driving home, you know, new talent moving forward. And, you know, while Tuan and uh, the Weirdster, as he's known now, have been around for a while, you know, they're not necessarily popping up on, on the main cards, you know, and this is a perfect place for them to kind of reestablish themselves. All right. Let me ask you this, Thorne. Uh, the ring that we use for the Winchester, part of one of the issues that we had is that it had all sorts of issues. We had to get things fixed. We have done that. Do you have any concerns about the ring based on the lineup you've assembled? Not only do you have Isaiah Broner, and and Zach Nystrom, but then you've got Kaplan taking on Hoodfoot in that ring. I have plenty of concerns, honestly. <laughs> you know, even though we've paid all this money and we've bought new posts and we've welded it, and you know we've gotten new ropes, you know uh, that ring isn't the best. Uh, you know, so. And that's another obstacle for, you know, these, these students and these kind of, you know, newer talents to work around is you never know how that ring's going to be. I, no one can put a finger on it, why it is the way it is, but <coughs> it is the way it is, you know? So, uh, we just, uh, we got to wait and see and, uh, you know, Hoodfoot and Kaplan, that might be going on last just to play it safe. <laughs> I would. I don't think that uh, anybody would fault you for that. <laughs> it's, that does seem like a, a safe, safe plan of attack right there. Uh, you know, we might as well. We we can get into the other matches, but I've kind of talked and hinted at some things. But let's let's talk about the main the main attraction itself here because uh, it deserves most of the talk and I don't want to run out of time as we talk about everything else, but Max Caster from AEW uh, and the acclaimed taking on Derek Dillinger, uh, of course with, with Ziggy in the corner. Uh, Max Caster is a guy that you, you've kind of wanted to have here um, for some time. Now we you attempted it and didn't quite work out. And, but now he is here where yeah. you tell everybody about it. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. This is like, this is just a this almost the same poster with just the date and um, venue change. This was supposed to be the August attraction, uh, and then it kind of fell through at the last minute. Uh, and, you know, there were some 
uh, things that happen with Mr. Caster that, uh, you know, he's, he's somewhat, uh, you know, kind of fell out of favor there for a while. So, um, <laughs> he was, uh, unable to, uh, do the booking. Uh, and that's how we kind of pivoted to, to Danhausen. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I think there's a tremendous upside to Max Caster, uh, Will he be back in AIW again after this? I don't know. I would say probably highly unlikely, but um, you never know. But he's a guy that I wanted to try to to get in, and you know, we're we're, we're kind of trying to feature AEW people when we can, and mix in. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying like a zillion different things. You know, pretty much, and we experimented a lot throughout 2021. Um, so, you know, uh, he was available for a Thursday. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I decided, you know, whatever, you know, even though the Winchester is a smaller venue and it's a Thursday, I, I, you know, I really wanted to book him. So we worked out a deal and, uh, I, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I think, you know, he's a guy with, uh, like I said, tremendous upside uh, to be a, a major, major player. Uh, in AEW, not only with the acclaimed, but, uh, you know, uh, as a singles competitor as well, I think there's just uh, a, a lot of great upside to him, you know, and uh, trained by, you know, friend of AEW, Brian Myers out of Creative Pro. Um, it seems, you know, those talents really can't miss. So I'm, uh, I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And, and, you know, Derek Dillinger is we obviously didn't do any sort of like a 2021 wrap up episode, but you know, if you had to go through a list of guys that really had quite a year when it comes to 2021, even though we got a late start into it, Derek is certainly one of those guys. And this is a marquee matchup for him to, to jumpstart his 2022 with AIW, no doubt about it. Yeah. I think, you know, uh, Derek was uh, a Cinderella story as well as a victim when it comes to the pandemic, you know, like um, he has exceeded expectations and really kind of found his footing, uh, you know, throughout the experimentation of 2021. But, you know, uh, also, you know, hasn't really been able to capitalize on that finding his footing in 2021, if that makes sense. Um, you know, he's starting to pop up and, and, and get more bookings. Um, but in my opinion, he probably should be getting more and that act of him and Ziggy should probably be being booked as a package more. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm excited to see where he can take it in 2022. Um, and you know, we're kind of starting it out, you know, with a big opportunity for him. Yeah. So lots of look forward to there. Uh, last bit on Max Caster. Are we going to do, uh, we're going to do some sort of meet and greet. I imagine with him. Yeah. I mean, he's going to, he's handling all that. Uh, okay. So I have no, no comment on, you know, what that is going to entail. Um, but, uh, you know, I would imagine he will be selling, uh, quite a bit of merch. All right. There you go, folks. Uh, and then we move on the, the, we look at 
forward to the rest of the card, we've, we do have another, we have a debut in Katie Arquette. Uh, a lot of folks, if you follow uh, wrestling over in the Pittsburgh area, maybe recognize her. She will be here at the Winchester taking on Megan Myers, returning to AIW. It's been some time since we've seen Megan. And you've got yourself uh, an AIW women's division match, folks, happening on this show. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's an official division uh, back up and running just uh, just yet. Uh, but, you know, this is, you know, another thing that we're using, you know, the Winchester to experiment with. And, um, you know, we're able to provide, you know, uh, more female wrestlers and, <coughs> you know, uh, try some things out. You know, Katie Arquette has, has traveled to a few AIW shows uh, to kind of, you know, show her face and, you know, help out. And, uh, you know, Meg was training with us pretty, uh, consistently there for a little bit, but, uh, recently has relocated to Pittsburgh. Uh, so she has not been around as much, but, um, you know, just figured, uh, I would kind of allow them to, you know, uh, give them somewhat of a, a sink or swim again opportunity and see how it goes and see what happens. And, see if there is, you know, that, uh, local fan base that is looking for, you know, women's matches again. Um, you know, uh, my, my big thing about, you know, the, the GNO, the girls night out brand or whatever you want to call it. And we've been asked about it a million times on this podcast <laughs> is my big thing is expectation versus reality, right? Like we had all of these, you know, tremendous talents that came through GNO over the 19 events. And, um, they went on to, you know, ascend throughout the industry. Um, my fear is bringing it back. And then, you know, we do not meet the expectations that were left. Um, so this is kind of the, let's start at the, uh, on the ground floor and start, you know, looking and seeing at the, the current crop of independent talents that are out there. Um, especially, you know, that are close to us, uh, in, you know, Katie Arquette, Meg Myers, you know, we have Jocelyn, uh, Eden, uh, who will also be on this card yeah. in different capacity, uh, and let's, let's just try and, and let's see where things are at. Right. Like I don't, you know, Pedro has kind of brought it up and I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. You know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. um, and to, to answer the question before it's asked, yes, I'm aware that a lot of those talents that did ascend and did participate in the GNO shows are now available again but the circumstances <laughs> are much different right like the, yeah than they were and um you know there are uh what they were making then and what they would anticipate to make now uh based on you know that ascent within the industry and, and where they went and it's much different you know and that's not a dig in anybody you know um it's just it, it's it's much different now so I don't, I don't know where any of that is at, but if we are going to experiment with a woman's division in more women's matches, you know, it is going to happen at the Winchester first. And, you know, we're going to use that as a way to gauge things. There you go. 
And I don't want any sort of, uh, you know, people to take these words and twist them. Like it has nothing to do with, with anything else other than we're seeing where the business will be, you know, if we start doing this again and, and how it can evolve and how it can, you know, uh, work itself into something bigger. Cause I know everyone gets all bent out of shape about, about this stuff. And I'm trying to avoid that. All right. There you go. You did mention Eden von England and, uh, she will be appearing alongside her husband, Sid, and they are taking on the bulking season. Uh, what did you, what did you think of, uh, did you see the bulking season throw on some, uh, British accents in their little video? Uh, I chose not to watch (laughs) (laughs) for sake of bulking seasons career. I chose, I chose, I said, I better not even watch this. (laughs) Well, it'll be more beneficial to them going forward. If I just skipped it, we have not seen uh, Sid and Eden in, in a little while. So it'll be good to see them and have them on an AIW card again. And that's, Uh, you know, and that's the, really the benefit of the Winchester is we are trying to kind of, I don't want to say separate the rosters. Um, We're trying to like sprinkle in, you know, you'll get your, your, you know, so, so called, you know, attraction type established roster people kind of sprinkled in on these Winchester shows and you'll see some of that, but it's really about, you know, giving different people their time and their reps and, you know, and and kind of help develop them and establish them with the crowd and uh, you know, you never, you never know how things are, are going to go, you know, as, as you know, we went through 2020 and 2021, this is just kind of another way to, you know, prepare somewhat and, you know, have kind of, you know, more established wrestlers that are disposable at our disposal. If we need them. <laughs> Glad you caught yourself there. Good job. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Another opportunity for them. And, and then we have a, we got a fun four way on this, this one. we got Riley Rose, uh, Johnny patch TKD or Tommy KD as he likes to be known. And, and uncle chase Burnett, <laughs> Which I think I think Caden said this is eleven and a half years since his last AIW appearance. Uh, somewhere somewhere along there, Caden uh, Caden had a tweet about that. So, um, you know he's uh, he's a talented guy who has kind of bopped in and out of wrestling in the last you know ten ten or so years. Um, he's starting to kind of get back out there again. And, uh, he showed up to the Chris hero seminar and, uh, you know, I haven't, I haven't seen him in a while the last time. And, you know, I'll kind of correct Caden on that, uh, because, you know, it was not taped or whatever, but one of those, birthday, <laughs> one of those birthday yeah. party gigs that we did, uh, he showed up and he wrestled on and he, you know, he brought a carload of people from Detroit to wrestle on it. Um, but uh, you know this this booking is total collateral damage just off of uh, you know he he came and did the Chris Hero seminar and uh, I hadn't seen him in a while and I just said uh, you know and uh, another thing is I'm kind of letting Dom kind of take the reins on these shows a little bit um, 
you know, and this was, you know, kind of before he was cleared, I was kind of, you know, we kind of came up with these plans, but I'm kind of allowing him to, you know, uh, learn a little bit himself about, you know, other aspects of, you know, booking and, and, and different things and kind of, um, you know, so I'm, I kind of let him kind of put some of these car loads and different things together. Um, and then, you know, we work, we, you know, we work on the card together, but, uh, when I saw chase at the school, I said, Hey, why don't you, uh, get a hold of Dom? And I said, we're going to, we're going to be doing some Thursdays and I don't know, you know, if it can, if it'll lead to anything, but, um, mm-hmm. He did, you know, to his credit, he did. He, uh, you know, he messaged Dom and we started, you know, putting the card together and, you know, we, we were changing quite a bit around and, uh, I said that, ah, you know, let's, let's throw uh chase Burnett on there and, uh, you know, see what, see what could happen. There you go. Uh, yeah, I, w- I was going to say, I was like, he did make an appearance at that, the, uh, where, where were we, uh, Norwalk, Norwalk birthday, Fairgrounds. I think we did a birthday party. The birthday party, yeah. And, uh, where the Duke was the most hated man in the history of Norwalk. That was good. Those kids chased him around uh, from the locker room to the pizza line. Good time there. Yeah, I don't know if that was even like any of that was even filmed at all. I think we just no, did it. no, you we know? just did it. We just did it. Had a great time. Um, and then the you know the other match we got tag team competition. Casey Carrington the fourth and Brian Carson teaming up together. Uh, I th- think uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong. This is, you know, we've seen them kind of scheme together, but have we seen them team together yet? Is it taking uh, members only on this night? I'm trying to remember if we I have. Think, I think, 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 and I could be wrong on the, you know, the those Canton Street Festival shows that um, I'm trying to get a hold of the Wadsworth so we can drop the commentary tracks on them. Um, now that kind of things are settling down with uh, the holidays and everything. Um, but I think they may have appeared on the, on those shows as a tag team. Okay. <clears throat> Maybe a dark match or something, but I, I, I don't think that they've ever had a match on a main card. All right. There you go. But they will, they will on, uh, on this night. So make sure you guys come out and, and tune in. Uh, if you're not coming out, there are some still tickets available. You can get them, certainly. Come to the Winchester. Now, you do need to have proof of vaccination. Um, or a negative test. Or a negative test to be able to come to this show. Those are the Winchester rules. We are and there. I don't, want, I don't want to hear any of your fucking bitching about this shit either. Because it's not our decision. I, I, all these people on Facebook are fucking arguing about it. And it's just like, listen just be fucking adults. You know what I mean? Like if you don't want to be vaccinated, that's fine. You just can't come to this one. Come, yeah. you know, I'm, it, it is what it is. Got to sit, got to sit this one out. Uh, not going to preach any of this other shit and engage in any of this arguing. Cause I mean, there was like people going back and forth and they had to be Facebook about it. I was like, this is a nightmare. <laughs> so there you go folks uh you're gonna have to do it otherwise you can enjoy us on iwtv we will be streaming on that um any other any other thoughts and on this one as we head into into that show we've got some questions in the discord but i mean on, on the show coming up in particular i'm just hopeful that um 
it's successful in some way. So, you know, we can continue with this plan going forward and we don't kind of have to audible and try to like, you know, top load these Winchester shows to try to, you know, fill these dates or make them work or get people there. Um, I'm really kind of looking forward to the new challenge of, you know, establishing new talents and, or reestablishing people out of the school. Um, and giving them their platform. That's really what it's about. And, uh, you know, uh, I think that there is a potential for this. And uh, if it does well, you know, there's always a potential for more of it if the people are there for it. You know, um, the Odin shows, the Shrine shows, like those are always going to be loaded with, you know, as much marquee talent and fly in talent and, legends or meet and greets the winchester's going to be a different vibe it's going to be a different feel and uh you know a little grittier grimier uh, more underground um not in the aspect of like deathmatch wrestling but just more of a, a of a you know kind of underground unestablished feel and that's not a dig to any of the talent that's on it um it's just kind of what we're going for and what we want to utilize the Winchester for. And I hope that people support it. So, you know, the guys and the girls can get more opportunities to do it. You know, there's uh, a lot of people that are getting, you know, singles matches or, you know, unique matchups and uh, there can be more of that going in the future. And, you know, we, Dom and I have talked about, you know, maybe trying to do a different car load from a different area for every Winchester show or, you know, do theme shows. Um, so there's a lot of potential there uh, for creativity and just different, um, you know, and it's still going to be an AIW show, just uh, a little different. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. I hope that we can just, you know, make it you know, at least to like a break even, you know, sort of thing to where, you know, everybody's happy, the venue's happy, uh, you know, we're able to kind of get by and uh, continue to to build it. That's that's really the goal. And, you know, and like uh, AIW is kind of on, you know, a, a cruise control in a different way. Um, it still has its challenges, but like the formula is there. This is kind of like a way for, us to try something different and see if we can do that uh, as good as, as, as everything else, you know, there's no different than when we experimented with go for broke, you know, this is just a different experiment and uh, I'm really excited for it. There you go, folks. Uh, as John said earlier in the show uh, to hit that goal, um, we're hoping for about 30 more tickets. So get those tickets shop.aiwrestling.com. And before we sign off on this one, and I will uh, say we, yeah. we said, we said limited to 200, but we're, we're lowering that way under 200. So, um, yeah, if we can sell about 30 more, I think, you know, that would be probably ideal. And, you know, maybe we just cut tickets off and it'd still be, you know, decent for, you know, and, and enough space for everybody. There you go. Keeping keeping you guys safe still here in 2022. Uh, so we go to the Discord here for some some questions uh, as you raise their awareness that we were recording yet again here, John Thorne. 
Um, one has to do with the vaccine. I don't know if you know this answer. Is there a picture of your vaccine card on your phone? Adequate proof. I believe the answer to that is yes. Yeah. I mean, I, that's what other venues are doing. Yeah. Um, so I, that should be no different. I just actually got my booster shot right before we started recording. There you go. Uh, so I don't know if I'm going to be, uh, passed out tomorrow, uh, or totally fine or tired or, uh, but I was trying to get it done before we went uh, to the Winchester. So, you know, I don't know. <laughs> just so I I really just wanted to know where my vaccine card was because I got my vaccine and it's been, you know, in a drawer since uh, April or something like that. Uh, but I believe, you know, uh, the queue or I don't know if the queue does it, but like any other venue, I think they just want to see it on your phone like this. I think if you have an iPhone, I think you can, the notepad has like a scan feature and uh, you can just scan it right into your phone that way. The, uh, I mean, I know the Q's deal, the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse has a, uh, has an app, the clear app they utilize now and uh, people can upload their vaccination cards into that. And then it just, nobody has to see all your personal information. It's just a light that goes behind your picture and it's either green or red. Do you have to be vaccinated to go to the yeah. Rocket Mortgage? Um, I, I don't. Well, I don't know that you need to. Or be, it depends on the show or whatever's going. Yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. It kind of depends on what's going on. But uh, so they have the app. I know for us that work there, we have we have to be. You know, <coughs> we 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 had to download this app as well to you know it it shows. Hey, yeah, you, I had to submit it to my. Deal. I had to submit it to my job too, and. Uh, over the summer. And I think, I think in your notepad app, I think that's what I did. You, you can like, there's some sort of scan feature. If you open your notes, if you have an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I don't really know how I did it, but that's how I did it. <laughs> there you go. Um, the question about uh, meet and greet for this Thursday was brought up. We answered that. Look, we don't, we don't know. Max is going to handle that himself. Yeah, it's kind of part of the deal is, you know, he just is going to handle whatever himself. So we will have probably some limited ether posters with him on it. Uh, I'll see if I can get him to sign a couple of those. But uh, other than that, you know, we were, you know, just kind of letting him do his thing as far as that's concerned. Um, merch questions, though, in terms of merch. Uh, any more flex fit hats coming? Well, it depends on... Uh, how they sell um you know uh i don't know if we've even got a chance to plug the new merch site aiwmerch.com uh at all really on this podcast but um all sorts of kind of different merch is available on there and uh you know there's a flex fit, fit hat on there um the first one uh i will say though that uh mr summers you're the only one that has purchased it so far so uh if you want more uh we're probably gonna have to uh see if there is a demand there um so you know we do have uh minimums and things of 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 that nature uh that we need to meet so uh yeah i don't know if you want flex fit hats you better get a shadow campaign going and get some people to buy them i would say almost for sure that you would not see them available at shows uh unless i gotta buy the leftover stock that isn't getting ordered right now we we did plug the new merch page when we uh when we first launched it 
we were able to plug it on here. Uh, and then the question came up. Somebody wants to know what's the most popular item on that new merch page. Uh, give me one second. I will, uh, I will go, I will go look. Okay. I have All a, right. I have a, I have a feeling of what it is. Uh, let me, uh, also, along with the, let me get into my reports. Okay. As, as you looked it up, also another question that was asked, uh, in terms of merch, will there be AIW masks available? I know a long time ago we discussed this and you said capitalizing on the pandemic was not really something you wanted to do. And you felt like that kind of is what that was. But uh, now that it's been here for some time and masks are, you know, potentially for a lot of people here to stay, depending on where they're going or, certain situations or, and then just people's level of comfortability. Have you, have you changed your mind on that? Uh, I mean, I haven't, uh, okay. you know, people really want a mask. I mean, I guess, you know, if there, if there's really demand for it. Um, I can look into, you know, getting some made, you know, in a small quantity for the AW merch website. Uh, but you know, I just, I, I would, <laughs> That's just me. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. just always just felt like, ah, I don't know. Like, this is just so weird uh, to try to, like, capitalize on this when you could just go, like, buy a medical mask for a nickel. So, I don't know. Um, if people really, really want them, maybe. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, okay, so the most popular items uh, are tied uh, with the joggers and uh, the um, Ohio logo black pullover hoodie with the white Ohio AIW on it. Okay, the, those are the uh, those are the two hottest sellers. Uh, the hoodie, as it is priced higher, is the biggest earner. So right. there you are. There you are. People loving the hoodies and the, the joggers, especially this time of year. Uh, getting some other questions here. Uh, in one word or a short phrase, what is your goal for 2022? Uh, I would say um, grow. I would hope to grow. You know, yeah. and main, I would like to maintain as we did throughout the pandemic and potentially grow the company overall, you know, as you know, you're seeing, you know, you know now we have, uh, you know, online merchandising and uh, I would like to, you know, rededicate myself to grow, you know, growing the YouTube again and, uh, you know, hopefully growing the crowd and the tickets um, and just kind of growing the other, you know, somewhat departments, I guess, you know, growing the Patreon. I, I think that there's a lot of potential for growth and there's a lot of potential, um, with our hardcore fan base to help us grow. Um, and that's really the, that's really the goal. You know, we have a very ambitious schedule for 2022, mm -hmm. um, and I just hope that we can continue to, you know, maintain as far as 
covering the bills and, and all that stuff, but also grow. Um, I think, you know, we've played it safe. I will continue to play it safe. Um, but I think that there is a, a lot of potential for growth, you know, like I said, you know, merchandising and, and different things to where um, I think that there's, uh, you know, a lot of room. You know, some report came out that we're like in the, like the top 20 of all wrestling YouTube channels. Um, now, you know, like now that makes me want to go, well, I want to get in the top 10. You know what I mean? Like just things like that, like small goals um, to, to, to grow and just continue to kind of have that, you know, stability going forward, you know, and, you know, uh, the, the, the Winchester show Thursday is another example of that in a different way, trying to kind of grow our resource of talent that's available um, and, you know, offer more opportunities. Uh, I, I just think that, you know, that's really, I guess the one word is, is grow. It's a good word. It's a good, good word to sum that up. Um, here we go. Uh, from big Dan, big Dan says, knowing your stance on wrestlers, self-promotion, what are your thoughts on wrestlers investing in their look? Are you less likely to book a good wrestler if they have shitty gear or vice versa? Meaning, are you more likely to book somebody who has great gear, even though they might not be a good wrestler, I suppose? Um, that's kind of a trick question, you know, like, uh, but um, I will always go with the, the talent that does both, you know, if, if possible. I think it's like a Scott Hall quote or something that I heard a long, long time ago. But, you know, he, he said, you know, he always made sure that he had the best gear. Uh, when he was raised Ramon because it, it stood out and made him look like a superstar. Uh, so he always had, you know, different gear and, you know, multiple variations of gear. And, you know, he would have the boots that matched the trunks that matched the vest um, because, you know, he was selling himself as a product. So, you know, I, I do think there's a lot of merit in that. And, um, you know, I, I think everybody should have, should invest in themselves. You know, I, I tell all the students, you know, and obviously some listen and some don't, but, you know, this is a very expensive hobby until it's not. So mm -hmm. you need to, you know, you need to treat it that way, you know, and um, those that invest in themselves stand out, you know, and uh, it also, you know, if you have nice gear, it gives you great confidence and, you know, it, it helps with uh, other aspects of the game besides in ring. With that said though, you know, uh, Ryan Danielson is the best wrestler in the world. He just wears trunks, you know, and that's it. So, you know, like, am I going to book Brian Danielson or the guy with good, good gear? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, so, you know, there are exceptions to the rule as there is with everything. But, um, you know, I prefer that people invest in their look. And, uh, you know, I think some of the AIW trainees simply do not. And they need to. Um, so that's a little PSA to them. You know, like you, you need to invest in yourself and you need to, you know, take into consideration, you know, uh, your appearance you know, and I'm kind of like a, 
from the time you get out of the car guy, you know, like, like Wes Barkley does that great. Like he'll show up in a, you know, uh, a uh, denim vest uh, and no shirt, you know, and just walk in, walk into the building that way by the fans. You know what I mean? Like just things like that. I think, you know, stand out as opposed to like, it's a wrestler that, you know, just shows up, you know, in their sweatpants looking like they just, you know, got off the couch. Uh, I think that there is, uh, you know, there should be more pride in your presentation uh, for all from when you're standing at the gimmick table to when you're wrestling to, you know, entrance gear, uh, wrestling gear, all of the above. So, uh, that's, I, I don't know if that's an answer, but that's kind of my personal opinion is, uh, you know, I, I think everyone should invest in themselves. Absolutely. Well, there you go. Uh, let's wrap this questioning up with, uh, this, this last one, uh, because we did not really do a, a whole 2021 recap, but this question will allow for that a little bit for the AIW promotion itself. How would you rate 2021? Out of 10, 10 being the highest one being the lowest. Um, I don't, I, I would probably give it uh, a six or a seven. You know, I, I think that uh, there were great strides made and we overcame a lot. Um, and we accomplished, you know, the, the biggest, you know, the biggest gate of all time. And, you know, we experimented with go for broke and, you know, uh, tried TV and, um, you know, all these, all these hurdles. Um, but you know, and the various factors, whatever you want to call it, you know, we, we closed the year with a really tough uh, draw, uh, that I thought fell well below expectations. Um, and, it was a huge reality check to all of us, but especially me, you know, when we saw a lot of kind of upward momentum um, as we went on through 2021. And it really culminated with Hell on Earth at Four Sports, gigantic crowd. I mean, uh, largest gate of all time. And then to follow that up with a fraction of those ticket sales um, and, you know, not even being able to sell out the premium seating, you know, a month later, mm-hmm. uh, that really knocked it down several notches for me, you know, and uh, I, it's to me, it's, you know, it's, not how good the year was it's how good the last show was and uh the show was great but you know just coming uh, just kind of uh, in coming out of that high of the hell on earth draw and you know you kind of feel unstoppable to get kind of slapped in the face like so quick it was like okay like let's take let's settle down and uh, you know, reevaluate. And uh, so, you know, if that didn't happen and, you know, who knows, you know, maybe I'd, I'd rate it an eight. I'd never rate it a 10 because I, everything could always improve in my eyes, no matter how good it is. But, you know, with how disappointing the, the draw was for various reasons, um, 
I would say like a six or a seven. And that's really, it's, it, it's really based on, you know, not only that last show, but, you know, we did limited capacity for probably much longer than we needed to. And, you know, all these different things. Um, and, you know, and I thought maybe that would have built some equity with fans, you know, and I don't know if it did or not. Uh, so, you know, uh, there was a lot of ex- experimentation throughout 2021. Uh, I'm happy with that. Um, but there were a lot of disappointments, you know, December was a disappointment. Obviously, you know, we've talked about it in great length that go for broke was a disappointment as far as fan support went. Um, so kind of like it was kind of bookended with two somewhat disappointing things, if that makes sense. Um, so, you know, with that, I'd probably give it a six or seven. Uh, I, I think that there's tons of room for improvement and tons of room for growth. And, you know, that is hopefully what we do in, in 2022 is improve and grow this company. There you go. It's a great way to end it. Uh, folks, look, we, we hope to see as many of you as we can at, uh, the Winchester this, this Thursday, January 13th. Uh, again, make sure you've got your Vax card, whether it's a picture of it, your actual thing, whatever the case may be, or negative test, uh, so that you can get in. Uh, tickets still available, shop.aiwrestling.com. For those unable to make it to the show, streaming uh, on IWTV, so you can watch it there live as it happens. And then I imagine shortly thereafter, uh, they're always pretty good about having it on demand within a few or several days. So you can watch it back then as well. And uh, then, of course, February 11th, we are back at the Odeon. You can also get your tickets to that, shop.aiwrestling.com. This Thursday, uh, headlined by Max Caster from AEW. He is taking on Derek Dillinger. And you know we ran through a list of all sorts of other great matches to look forward to as well. Uh, anything else for you, John Thorne? No, I just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to the year and uh, I hope to see some people Thursday night. There you go. Help us get it started right, folks. Help us uh, start this thing off and, and have a great time on Thursday. We look forward to seeing you then and there at the Winchester in Lakewood, Ohio. For John Thorne, my name's Steve Guy, and we'll talk to you whenever we talk to you again. Hopefully next right, week. Hopefully next week right here on AIW's The Card is Going to Change. <laughs>